It's Monday, June 12, 2023. I am thrilled to have you here for the 8th edition of the Z News Podcast. This is your host, Ayanda. Together, let's embark on an enriching journey through the vibrant tapestry of news and stories that define Zambia. With our advanced algorithms, we've handpicked the top stories that matter. From breaking news to compelling features, we'll keep you up to date with the pulse of Zambia. Without prolonging the anticipation, let's begin our exploration. We are going to start with news from Newsdiggers, which has an incredible 10 entries today. Let's examine the details. Entry number one is entitled Over 1,000 Couples Have Been Reunited, Civil Service Commission. The Civil Service Commission Chairperson Peter Mamba has reported that over 1,000 couples have been reunited in the civil service, with the process being slow due to government's efforts to balance the workforce in rural and urban areas. Entry number two is entitled HH Has Set a Precedent by Not Removing Lungu's Immunity, Muitwa. President Hakane Hichilema has set a precedent of allowing his predecessor to enjoy peace by not lifting their immunity, a move which UPMD spokesperson Cornelius Muitwa argues, is a stark contrast to the treatment of former President Chiluba and his colleagues when they left office. Entry number three is entitled HH Sends Delegation of Ministers to Make Peace with Catholic Church. The Zambian government sent a delegation of five cabinet ministers, led by Technology and Science Minister Felix Mutati, to meet with Archbishop Ignatius Shama of the Zambia Conference of Catholic Bishops in Kasama, to foster peace between the government and the Catholic Church. The fourth entry is entitled Two Tanzanian Illegal Miners Get Two Years. Two Tanzanian nationals have been convicted and sentenced to two years' imprisonment with hard labor for engaging in illegal mining in Mumbwa, Zambia. Entry number five is entitled Halt Money Lenders Case Until They Pay Me Costs in Discontinued Matter, Maureen Tells Court. Maureen Wanawasa, former First Lady, has asked the Lusaka High Court to stay proceedings in a case involving two money lenders, until costs are paid in a previous case in which the Lusaka Magistrates Court awarded her costs. The sixth entry is entitled Indications are that UPND will be a one-term government, KBF. Calvin Barlia-Fugue of the Zambia Must Prosper Party has responded to UPND National Youth Chairperson Gilbert Lizwanisos, remarks that the UPND will rule for more than 23 years, saying that the UPND is allowed to dream, but they should wait until the Zambia Must Prosper Party launches their manifesto before they make any assumptions. The seventh entry is entitled Chipolo Polo's Hour of Beckoning Awaits. Zambia is looking to end an eight-year absence from the Afghan withdrawal against Ivory Coast on June 17. Avram Grant has the task of taking the copper bullets back to the African football promised land and restoring the feel-good factor to the nation. The eighth entry is entitled Munir Denies Defamation Charges. Munir Zulu, an independent member of parliament, has denied issuing defamatory remarks against three Zambian government officials, which he is facing three counts of libel for. He is accused of alleging that one of the officials had corruptly received money amounting to $250,000 from an unknown company. Entry number nine is entitled Miles Asks Court to Dismiss PF Officials Joined Our Application. 
Miles Samper has asked the Lusaka High Court to dismiss an application by over 100 PF officials to join his case against the PF's failure to hold an extraordinary convention, arguing that they have not demonstrated how they will be affected. Entry number 10 is entitled Assessing Social and Economic Outcomes of Zambia's 10 Months on an IMF Program, Marking Areas for Improvement. Zambia's IMF-ECF program is aimed at restoring economic sustainability, however, it has come with austerity measures and subsidy removals that have seen a rise in the cost of living and doing business. To mitigate these effects, social safety nets have been enhanced, however, debt restructuring negotiations must be concluded to free up resources and calm the country's cost of living and exchange rate risks. Next up, we have news from Mwabantu, which has four entries today. The first entry is entitled Mabika to Miss Ivory Coast Encounter. Chipolo Polo defender Amy Mabika may not join the team for their Africa Cup of Nations Group H qualifier against Ivory Coast due to personal issues, despite the issuance of a passport. The team has had a successful week-long retreat-like camp in South Africa to prepare for the match. The second entry is entitled Abduction Victim Was Tortured After Refusing to Dance Seductively and Drink Beer. Airbay was tricked into meeting her abductors at a mall, where they forced her to drink beer and dance seductively before taking her to a pantry where she was held hostage for five days and subjected to physical and sexual abuse. The third entry is entitled Divorce Turns Tragic As Kapirin Pashi Man Axes His Wife to Death. A husband of Kapiri Mposhi is on the run after allegedly axing his former wife to death for refusing to reconcile with him. Police have launched a manhunt for the suspect who is believed to have killed her due to her fear of his violent tendencies. Entry number four is entitled Elderly Woman Dies in a Fatal Accident. An elderly woman tragically died on the spot after a bus lost control and hit traders near Andola's Chisicon Market. Four other victims were injured and are currently being treated at Andola Teaching Hospital. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has a remarkable 15 entries today. Let's navigate through them. The first entry is entitled Monza's Malandu Schools Facing Desk Shortage. At Malandu Primary and Secondary School in Mons District, Southern province overcrowding has resulted in some pupils sitting on the floor while those that can carry stools from home to sit on in class. The school has applied for Constituency Development Fund to help overcome the challenges. The second entry is entitled George Soros Hands Reigns of $25 Billion Empire to Son Alex. George Soros has handed over the running of his $25 billion financial and charitable empire to his son Alex who is now in charge of the Open Society Foundations and the family's super PAC to direct funds to political parties. Alex is also pursuing a more domestic U.S.-focused agenda, including voting rights, abortion and gender equity initiatives. Entry number three is entitled Government Bodies to Migrate Procurement Systems to Online Platform and was posted in the tech category. Smart Zambia is working to ensure that all government institutions transition to online procurement systems by September 1st this year to enhance usability and accountability in the procurement process. ZPPA Director General Ida Chela said prior to
to the introduction of the EGP, there was a lot of mishandling of procurement procedures which led to audit queries. Entry number four is entitled Setup Farms in Areas Bordering DRC, Fundanga says and was posted in the agriculture category. Dr. Caleb Fundanga, former Bank of Zambia governor, has called for the establishment of farms in Zambia's provinces bordering the Democratic Republic of Congo to take advantage of the Congo market and produce more agriculture products for export. He noted that Zambia is the only country in the region that has been producing food sufficiently. The fifth entry is entitled Zambia Ready to Trade in Livestock Products, Shikot, and was posted in the agriculture category. Minister Makozo Shikot has announced that Zambia is now ready to participate in the safe trade of livestock and livestock products on the international market, following the implementation of international standards and procedures set by the World Organization for Animal Health. The team leader of the World Organization for Animal Health, John Woodford, has also praised the Zambian government for their robust livestock movement controls. The sixth entry is entitled Silvio Berlusconi, former Italian PM, dies at 86 and was posted in the global category. Silvio Berlusconi, the former Italian prime minister and flamboyant billionaire media tycoon, has passed away at the age of 86. Italy's defense minister Guido Crisetto has expressed his sadness at the news, saying that Berlusconi's death has left a huge void. The seventh entry is entitled Columbia Plane Crash, Mum told children to leave her and get help. Four children were miraculously rescued after 40 days in the Amazon jungle, where their mother had urged them to leave and find help before she passed away. The siblings, aged 13, 9, 5, and 1, were airlifted out of the jungle and taken to a military hospital in Bogota, where their father was reunited with them. The eighth entry is entitled Hunter Valley, 10 people killed in wedding bus crash in Australia. At least 10 people have died and 25 others are in hospital after a wedding bus crashed in Australia's Hunter Valley wine region. Police have charged the driver with 10 counts of dangerous driving, which resulted in death, and the site of the crash is still an active crime scene. Entry number 9 is entitled Nothing Sinister About My Visits to Constituencies Emenda and was posted in the politics category. UPND Secretary-General Batuke Emenda is visiting constituencies to ensure President Hakane Hichilema's vision is being properly executed and to inspect the use of CDF to transform the constituencies in a transparent and accountable manner. The tenth entry is entitled Expo's Chief Calls for Increased Exports to Aid Debt Repayment and was posted in the business category. Dr. Caleb Fandanga, former Bank of Zambia Governor, has urged Zambia to increase its production and export capacity to earn more foreign exchange to pay its debt, noting China's growth as an example of how production and export can contribute to economic growth and development. The 11th entry is entitled Internet Connectivity for Schools Coming and was posted in the Education category. The Zambian government is partnering with Liquid Telecom International to connect 1,300 secondary schools to the Internet in order to enhance efficiency in the education sector. The EU is also supporting Zambia in various sectors, and the Malamashi Lions Club has pledged to supplement government programs to sustain the education and health sectors. 
The twelfth entry is entitled Government Publishers Names of Shortlisted Defense Candidates and was posted in the News category. Government has shortlisted 15,000 candidates for recruitment in the three defense wings, and they are expected to report to provincial centers on Sunday, June 18, 2023 for medicals, physical exams and aptitude tests. The 13th entry is entitled Players, Fans Suspended as Zambia Rugby Union Cracks With and was posted in the sports category. The Zambia Rugby Union has suspended some players and supporters from Green Eagles and KPF Rugby Club for harassing match officials during games on May 27 and warned that it will not hesitate to discipline anyone who harasses match officials in the future. ZIU spokesperson Tom Kaloba said that increased cases of harassment are not a true reflection of the sport. Entry number 14 is entitled Fans Urge Copper Queens, Coach to Work on Coordination, and was posted in the sports category. Football analyst Yotham Mwanza has urged Copper Queens coach Bruce Mwait to use the remaining international friendly games to work on the strikers' coordination, noting with concern a missing link between the strikers Barbara Banda, Rachel Kundananji, and Grace Chanda. He is however elated by the performance of midfielder Everine Katongo, who was instrumental in Zambia's 1-0 win over Tanzania. Entry number 15 is entitled We Are Not There Yet Barbara and was posted in the sports category. Copper Queen's captain Barbara Banda has highlighted the need for hard work and improvements before the team is ready to compete at the 2023 Women's World Cup. She has urged Zambians to have faith in the team as they are determined to make a positive impression at the biggest stage in women's football. That brings us to the end of this remarkable episode of the Z News Podcast. I trust you found our discussion enlightening and thought-provoking. Until next time, this is Ayanda, your host, signing off. Take care and see you later.